It's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Good morning and welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And today the topic at hand is the broad umbrella of science, technology, engineering, math, and even some areas unrelated to the STEM uh, universe, uh, because we're talking with two women who uh, are, are dedicated educators, one working with the Sandy Springs Education Force on programs that tap into uh, talent that uh, otherwise might have gone undiscovered, and we'll talk about why that is. The other, working through the Georgia Tech Research Institute, that has identified students that are already on a science, technology, engineering, or math path and is supporting them and cultivating uh, some of the most talented uh, future technologists and scientists uh, of America. So I'm very pleased to have as my guest the Executive Director of the Sandy Springs Education Force, Irene Schweiger, and Mindy DeSalvo with the Georgia Tech Research Institute. Thank you both for taking the time to be on the Business Hour. We appreciate being asked. Thank Th- you. Thank you for having us here today. Now, um, Irene, I-, I should say welcome back. Um, we have in the past uh, talked about uh, the good work of the Sandy Springs Education Force, which is really a, a leading-edge um, education support uh, organization that works hand in hand with the Atlanta Public Schools and uh, very specifically taps into uh, talent um, at North Springs High School and Riverwood High School here in Sandy Springs. That is correct. Well, actually, it's Fulton County Schools. Oh, it's Fulton <laughs> County. Pardon Fulton me. County Schools. That's right. Race. And uh, we deal specifically with the Sandy Springs schools within that system. So um, a Sandy Springs Education Force looks to inspire and support our students in our 11 Sandy Springs public schools, which is two high schools, two middle schools, and seven elementary schools. Um, it- in our last, uh, uh, your last appearance with us, where we focused um, a great deal on the uh, annual event that included a, a robotics uh, exhibition, that was very primarily uh, high school students that were involved. But tell us a little bit about what you do, even at the uh, junior high and elementary school level. Well. Uh Actually, we, we do programs for all our 11 schools. So um, in regards to STEM, we have our after-school programs, grant programs that we give to all our schools, and they are everything from robotics to math, the Olympiad programs, et cetera. So it's all ages. It's from K through 12. You know, I said that uh, it focused primarily on high school students, but I did, did I see some even younger students uh, uh, in the uh, robotics exhibition? Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Robotics is, is you know, from elementary school, middle, and high school, and they have robotics competitions in all those areas. Yes. Okay, well, let's uh, turn to the Georgia Tech Research Institute. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with Georgia Tech uh, as a as one of the premier um, science, technology, engineering, and math programs uh, in the universe. I might say, you Thank know, you. it's just a uh, a a, a well recognized. Uh, um, even in space, uh, even if it didn't have uh, a group of illustrious uh, alumni who became astronauts, uh, I, I dare say they'd uh, be recognized uh, 
by the aeronautical industry for uh, a vast array of contributions. So uh, people are familiar with Georgia Tech. Um, and tell us about the the Georgia Tech Research Institute and, and, and uh, what's the mission, uh, how was it created, uh, maybe even go back to the time when it was the uh, State Engineering and Experiment sta- sta- Station, uh, <coughs> if I'm not uh, mistaken. Tell us about uh, the Georgia Tech Research Institution. Well, the Georgia Tech Research Institute, GTRI, is the applied research arm of Georgia Tech. Uh, GTRI has a wide variety of customers who present us with really tough problems, and our mission is to solve those um, tough questions, those tough problems through research and education, um, to apply innovation to that. Well, you are right about how we started. We were the state engineering experiment station, and we started with five thousand a debt grant for five thousand dollars. We had thirteen employees in nineteen thirty four, and today we have just at two thousand employees, and we have an, uh, an operating budget this year of three hundred million dollars in con- grant contracts. That's a uh, a very uh, significant amount of money, or a, a hefty budget, if you will. Uh, Tell us about um, how the Georgia Tech Research Institute leverages the resources of Georgia Tech, its its, its academic uh, talent, if you will. And let's talk about um, who engages in the program, who some of your uh, participants are and, and where they come from. And then we're going to tie that in with... Um, the uh, program uh, at the Sandy Springs Education Force that that that, that I don't know if there is a, uh, a history of, uh, of feeding talent, but I imagine there could be. Um, tell us who participates in the program and how the GTRI leverages uh, Georgia Tech resources beyond budget, which is uh, significant. Well, GTRI works across campus with Georgia Tech. We are part of Georgia Tech as their applied research arm. And so our faculty are research faculty. Um, the academic teaching faculty is on the, uh, is on the Georgia Tech side, the institute. And we work in collaboration on ki- pe- kindergarten through 12th grade education, outreach, and mentoring, as well as, um, our undergraduate and graduate students work with our researchers at Georgia Tech so that we are really looking at the continuum of education pre-K through graduate school. And so Georgia Tech Research Institute and Georgia Tech faculty work together in tandem on critical issues facing today's world in the Department of Defense, in agriculture, health, telecommunications, um, information communications, education, aeronautics, space, medicine. We work in tandem across, uh, we work in tandem across, uh, 75. GTRI is on one side, Georgia Tech is on the other. Is it, is it virtually the full range of, uh, academic offerings at Georgia Tech, the, all those departments that, uh, may in fact have uh, a project with uh, GTR. Let's say it's the plastics group. You know, they 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 have uh, something um, that they're working on with uh, GE. 
and they turn to uh, the GTRI for support? Yes. So it's just virtually any department? It's any department, and it's collaboration through specific projects. Um, so that's an incredibly broad range. We, we don't really have time to go through that long list of majors that are offered uh, at Georgia Tech, but it is uh, one of the most comprehensive lists of applied technology and, and even to some extent theoretical areas of uh, technology, of, of science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, students, uh, participants, uh, where do they come from? They're not just Georgia Tech undergraduates uh, and graduate students. They come from the Georgia State University system primarily? The participants. Which participants? The, the, the students that, that are involved in your internship programs. Our students um, in our internship programs come from all over Georgia Tech. So they are Georgia Tech students, but they can come from any place in the university system of Georgia if they're there, depending upon the intern position. We also have internships for high school students, um, and we have internships or mentorships for high school, t- elementary, and middle school teachers. So we, we're, Georgia Tech Research Institute believes very, very firmly that you can't, we cannot impact every student in the state one by one. We can't even impact every single teacher in the state. We are at a much better advantage of sharing resources and leveraging relevant rigorous content if we work with classroom teachers, school leaders, school administrators, who then can go back and be those those speakers and, and train back in their sites. But we think it's really, really important that interns, uh, student interns, come on campus because there's nothing like being on campus to know that you can go to college, to have that on-campus experience, not taking an online course necessarily, not taking a a summer class or a class back at your high school um, or in your community uh, at at a local school, but actually being on campus. And Georgia Tech Research Institute has a a long history, um, about 18 years um, from my previous employment when I was with DeKalb County Schools, uh, bringing students on campus to get that college experience of learning of learning in that uh, authentic space. I think it makes all the difference in the world. In fact, Irene and I had a conversation about a young man who uh, um, would be a good candidate at some point in time. I'd like to think for the Georgia Tech Research Institute as an intern and a- as a student at Georgia Tech, uh, but uh, has parents who uh, didn't graduate from college or from out of the country, uh, Brazilian uh, of Brazilian or- origin, and um, I thought, uh, you know, uh, he has an interest in science, and, and evidently uh, he's um, uh, done well, uh, has good grades in, in math. And I thought, you know, if he has that interest, uh, one simple thing I could do is to take him onto the campus one afternoon and say, this is a place where you could be. Just here, take a look at this environment and make it a reality uh, as opposed to some theoretical possibility in the future. And and Irene and I had this conversation about how um, interactions like that could be very impacting in the future uh, of, a, of a student who otherwise doesn't have a clear vision of what a college environment might like might be like and how they can fit into it. And in this case, uh, this young man, Raphael, uh, I think realized, wow, um, that could be me. And uh, I'd like to think that I put uh, Georgia Tech on his his short list. Um, let's turn back to the programs at the, the Sandy Springs Education Force. Um, and let's talk about the science, technology, engineering, uh, and math 
orientation uh, that plays into um, much of what the Georgia Tech Research Institute does in supporting um, students' quest to have careers in those fields. Um, beyond the robotics program that you had last year, you know, you will adopt some themes for, for programs, and one of the upcoming programs is a program that will talk about careers in uh, communications technology, and you have a really excellent uh, keynote speaker for this year's program. So let's talk a little bit about um, the the event itself. And actually, I'll, I'll interrupt myself because we're going to be taking a break, and when we come back, we can uh, focus on that event, and then we'll talk about uh, some of the other programs of the Sandy Springs Education Force, and I definitely want to talk um, more about the, the the broad range of, of uh, programs at the Georgia Tech uh, uh, Research Institute. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be with Mindy DeSalvo and Irene Schweiger in just a bit. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. This is Tracy Pearson with Prissy Tomboy. Listen to the Prissy Tomboy radio show every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time as I interview special guests that will inspire adventure and fitness for females. Do your children know where their food comes from? At ConnectingFarmToFork.com, there's all kinds of ways to help your child understand how 300 million of us here in America stay nourished, clothed, and healthy. Activities, food facts, and farm visits help young people learn about America's hardworking farmers and have lots of fun doing it. Visit ConnectingFarmToFork.com today for a learning experience that will really grow on you. ConnectingFarmToFork.com, brought to you by the people who care at Feedstuff's Food Link. This is Dr. George. Join me Wednesday mornings for Medicine on Call and participate in a lively conversation. Learn what's happening behind the headlines in medicine. Understand Obamacare. And learn how to protect yourself and navigate the system. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Mindy DeSalvo of the Georgia Tech Research Institute and with Irene Schweiger, the Executive Director of the Sandy Springs Education Force. The Sandy Springs Education Force uh, works hand-in-hand with the public school system to support students in a broad range of, of, of uh, disciplines, if you will, uh, and in general to, to help them get to the next stage, um, which hopefully uh, would be college. Um, but there are some programs that you've had that have um, supported them in the areas of science, technology, engineering, and math, which if anyone bothered to um, read or, or hear the promo for the program, this is an area that's become increasingly important to every nation of the world. I mean, every nation of the world wants to have more engineers, more technology people. Um, it's important uh, to the leadership of, of, of all countries and to the U.S. to have people um, that are skilled and, and have skill sets related to science, technology, engineering, math. And, and, and that 
is something that can begin very early. And in fact, uh, off the air, um, Mindy, you were talking about the uh, the reach of the Georgia Tech Research Institute down to uh, pre-K. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll touch on that. But at the Sandy Springs Education Force, you find um, students that otherwise could fall through the cracks, might even be considered at risk. Help those students to see the reality of of how um, they can be better students, stay students uh, through college that uh, maybe develop a, a career goal um, like in the area of science, technology, engineering, and math. Where, where do those students come from? Where do you find them? How do they, do they find you? Do you reach out to them? What, what's that process like? Well, the uh, uh, Sandy Springs Education Force, as, we, as I said, we, we look to support all the students in our Sandy Springs public schools, and there are 11,000 of them. Um, however, we focus on those students that are economically disadvantaged, that perhaps might be at risk for graduating. It's, it's those students that w- would be considered there on free and reduced lunch. And so that with how is Fulton County determines they're economically disadvantaged. And many of these students, they're like our low-hanging fruit. They're students that it might take one experience, it might take one program, it might take one mentor that comes in and speaks to these students that really can change and make a difference in their lives. They perhaps are not exposed to the opportunities that many other of our our students are exposed to that have uh, the financial means to do other things. So um, we find these students, we go through the schools, through our principals, we work through them, through our graduation coaches, and identify the programs and and the opportunities that would perhaps most be most impactful for these students the opportunities that might make a difference. So, for example, we might have a mentorship program where um, a professional from Lockheed Martin would come in and talk to these students once a month about how important it is to stay in school, how important it is to graduate, and the opportunities give them the possibilities of things that they would not normally think about and how important it is for them to realize that they can live up to their potential. Uh, so it would come almost through the schools. That's how we identify our student population. Is it, is it counselors or teachers that, that directly would come to you and say, "There's a, a student we think uh, uh, might 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 be good for"? Um, well, we would with. go. We would go to the schools. So, for example, they the graduation coaches would identify those students that would be would most benefit from a program that we have. That's how that works. So if our, we have a program, reading buddies program, where a volunteers come in and read to students every week for 30 minutes, and the counselors, the graduate, their curriculum support teachers would identify those students, and that's how we match up them up with a volunteer. So it comes through the school that we identify these students that would be we can most impact. For the benefit of any listeners out there that may never have heard the term graduation uh, counselor. It, it would certainly be uh, a lot like the counselors we had uh, that, that weren't called uh, graduation counselors. Although in my high school, we did have a future factory, which was focused entirely on helping you um, uh, pull together information on any school anywhere in the world, focused on the U.S., but it was there to make your future at a specific school or to cultivate this short list a reality, uh, and it was it was aptly named the Future uh, Factory. So uh, graduation counselors are working with students one to just graduate right, and mm-hmm. and two even help them uh, 
in the transition maybe identify schools as well and, and help them through that application process? Right. The, the position, I guess it would be similar to a counselor. They identify those students that would be most at risk for graduating, for not graduating school. So it's, it's a program Fulton County has had for a few years now where this position is one that, as I said, they know where the issues are, or the, the students that m- would most likely be at risk for not graduating schools. And they then turn around and they develop programs and they kind of mentor these students and they try to get them through the process so that they will graduate school. And we just kind of, SSAF dovetails with that in many ways to try to provide them opportunities. So, for example, when I had a opportunity to do a field trip to Lockheed Martin, the graduation coach at Ridgeview, they had these students that we put them on the bus and we brought them over to Lockheed Martin so that they can see what possibilities there are for them. That's so, how this works. So you're working hand-in-hand with these Correct. graduation counselors and, and your, your program um, dovetails with the work of those graduation counselors to support those students, again, who otherwise might not be on a, on a track to graduate from high school or to, to get to college. And uh, I, I might add here, tapping into a pool of talent that otherwise um, would never uh, emerge uh, as, as career professionals in the area of science, technology, and engineering, and math, for example, but also other areas. And, Irene, you pointed out to me that there is a new program uh, nationally, Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math, STEAM. STEAM, uh, (laughs) And uh, I I would imagine that program is gathering STEAM, if you will. Um, But tapping into this pool of potential talent uh, is is, um, ever so important, because, again, you have a demand for engineers, mathematicians, uh, technologists, uh, and, and scientists. And back to the Georgia Tech Research Institute, Mindy, you mentioned that you have reached down to uh, uh, pre-K. And, and, and quite honestly, you know, young children uh, who are highly impressionable uh do learn from what they're exposed to that something like a career in science could be a reality. It could, it's almost imprinted, if you will, uh, in many cases. And, and you do some things, uh, that I think are really interesting. I, I happened to see that you were reviewing a, uh, a program that was, uh, entitled, uh, Barbie, a computer engineer, uh, or Barbie, I can be a computer engineer. Um, I think that's really fascinating. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, we do reach back into early childhood because, we this this book that you're talking about was written by a professor at Georgia Tech, a colleague of ours, and Casey is Casey Feisler is a um, computer scientist. She's in the College of Computing, and um, this book was um, spurred on, if you will, by a comment: if Barbie's computer broke, she'd have to call Ken. And that incited, as you would, would think, um, women in computer science and people who believe that a girl can be anything. And so Casey rewrote um, um, or, or did a remix of Barbie, where Barbie is a computer scientist and she's coding 
and um, the men who are helping her with this project are af- actually the graphic designers. And so, uh, just a just a switch of roles from traditional roles, where the girl would draw the pretty picture and the boys would do all the hard math coding. And so. <clears throat> We're proud of Casey. This has been on national public radio. It's been on in national on uh, on the Associated Press. It's she's had all kinds of um, opportunities with this book, and we're actually featuring Casey um, the week of March second through the sixth in Read Across America. It's a celebration of Dr. Seuss's birthday, and we have a researcher from. Uh, from GTRI or Georgia Tech reading each day their favorite or their favorite book they've written um, to children from 9.30 to 10 um, virtually using technology. No one will be out of school. We'll just be beaming into about 20 school classrooms um, so that children see a couple of things. One, STEM researchers also love children's literature and that may be where it started. Two, that people at Georgia Tech, although we don't have a college of education, we certainly don't have a college of early childhood education, we're very committed to that. And so um, uh, the bigger picture of this is that um, we're at Georgia Tech Research Institute, we believe in giving back to schools through volunteer work as well as through funded projects, quite frankly. And many of our researchers want to do things like the Sandy Springs Education Force because Irene is absolutely correct when she talks about these people called graduation coaches. And they're not like when I went to high school where they start to work with me maybe the very end of the 10th grade and let's make sure you get the SAT taken a couple times, let's look at a couple schools. These are people who are charged with watching and ensuring, embracing, mentoring, and guiding students as early as the first day of the ninth grade to make sure that they don't miss any of those critical benchmarks. And as Irene also said, and you've said, Ron, it's not just about going to college. It's about doing something post-secondary. So that post-secondary education and that lifelong learning might be a trade school. It could be a technical school. It could be an apprenticeship. It could be a four-year school. What Georgia Tech is introduced in, interested in doing is supporting every single student that we can, pre-K through 12 across this state, saying that whatever you do, just know that there's continuing education after high school, and this is how you get ready for it. Now, graduation coaches have to know the 19 career pathways that Georgia has adopted. And so when we look at STEM, we, look, we do look for scientists. We do look for physicists and astronauts and microbiologists. But there are also other very, very critical STEM jobs that support those people. Um, um, uh, we are looking at working with um, uh, a marine, the marine base down in South Georgia right now. They are hungry for welders. That's a very, very skilled job that's very lucrative, very, very um, important, and certainly something that students who don't want to go into an act- academic career can contribute to the, 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 the strength and stability of the, of the country. The president called for every state to come up with, to, to produce a certain number of STEM graduates. And um, President Obama um, looked at, counseled with leaders in America and said, this is how many STEM, STEM graduates we need by 2019. 
He then articulated that down to every single state, and Georgia is on for 223,000 STEM graduates. That's not 223,000 astronauts physicists, nuclear biologists. It's 233,000 young people who can enter into and contribute to an economy that has that, that has STEM as a focus. And it's also not uh, 223,000 people with master's degrees or PhDs. It, it's some of those folks could go on to trade programs, which are incredibly valuable to, to all countries. Uh, and it's an area that, that we have, may have fallen behind in along with those other uh, disciplines uh, in, in science, technology, engineering, and math. We're going to take another break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more with Irene Schweiger of the Sandy Springs Education Force about her programs and, and their upcoming annual event, and we're going to talk with Mindy DeSalvo more about uh, the Georgia Tech Research Institute. We'll be back right after a break. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. This is Michael Gano with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you Insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security, every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and today we've been talking about education with a focus on science, technology, engineering, and math, but also some other areas that wouldn't fall strictly under um, the, the, the categories of science, technology, engineering, and math, because the Sandy Springs Education Force, for example, helps students in all areas to simply um, survive and thrive as students. And as we were discussing with uh, Mindy DeSalvo, we 
we see programs that the Georgia Tech Research Institute has that that has uh, an influence uh, uh, with students as young as pre-K level um, and will not necessarily lead those students to a, a future in science, uh, technology, engineering, or math, but simply help them uh, have a better view of of how education can play a role in cultivating a career. We talked about the trades. We know that 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 that, that trade schools uh, need uh, a real uh, boost. Uh, in that every country, ours in particular, can benefit from having tradespeople, highly skilled people um, that uh, can 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 weld or work in a machine shop. Uh, and and um, by the way, I have to say uh, that someone in either public affairs, community affairs, or public relations at Georgia Tech uh, deserves credit for. Uh, having the kinds of programs, the Research Institute, which is a problem-solving uh, institute in nature, and is probably uh, not unlike the research arm of some other major universities, uh, has uh, inherent uh, benefits uh, to industry uh, and to the the university itself. But reaching out the way that the Georgia Tech Research Institute does to so many different grade levels to help uh, students uh, have a sense that education uh, can play a meaningful role in what I probably call self-actualization, but uh, in, in, in cultivating a career. And if it does happen to be science, technology, and engineering, and math related, uh, then it then it fits into uh, fulfillment for that individual. It works uh, for Georgia Tech, uh, the, the uh, institute itself, to have a pool of talent. Um, it helps uh, um, America with its strategic workforce uh, needs. It just it just fills a, a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of needs. Um, I want to go back to. Um, the, the Sandy Springs Education Force, you know, you have a premier event uh, every year, and we talked about um, um, the robotics program, which, by the way, your robotics students uh, were uh, a, a, a stellar group of, of young robotics uh, scientists. Uh, they won an award of some sort uh, last year, is that right? The robotics program? Yes. Um, well, we had a couple years ago, we had a group from Sandy Springs Middle School that started the robotics program that won a statewide competition in Athens. That's what I was thinking about. This was our one of our grant legacies. So what we're doing now is we have a, for the, this is our fifth annual STEM event that we're having on February 26th at North Springs Charter High School. And um, the focus is communications technology, experiencing the future of communications technology. And uh, we are partnering for the third year in a row with GTRI, and we're very proud to say that. Um, I have to tell you that last year, our, our, our event, um, which focused on energy, we won the 2014 Georgia STEM Award. Um, for extracurricular programs, um, and that was given to us by the Technology Association of Georgia in Savannah last September. And we're very proud to have GTRI and SSCF as a partnership together to make this event so successful because what we've been doing 
is bringing in these exhibits into the high school where we inspire our students during the day. They will go through with a guidebook where they, they know exactly what the exhibits are offering. They have questions to ask these exhibitors. It's a very meaningful experience for them. So we'll have maybe 400, 500 students go through the event during the day. And then in the evening, we have our community come. So at 5.30, the exhibits open up, and we welcome everyone in our community to come. Um, uh, Mayor Rusty Poe will be there. Um, we will have our school administrators there. We will have our business leaders there. And it's an opportunity for them to be inspired also by what is to be in the future and wh what kinds of things, what kinds of careers are going to be in the future. And then uh, we will have a presentation um, in the theater. Uh, Shan Cooper from Lockheed Martin, Vice President of, um, and General Manager of our, the facility at Lockheed Martin, will be speaking. Um, we will also have, very interestingly enough, a student who is a product of one of our grants that we gave last year, and she went through a coding camp, um, and now is really interested in coding. And she will speak about her experiences with, with this program. Um, and then, of course, as I said, this is open to our, our entire community, and we hope everyone will come on February 26th in the evening at North Springs Charter High School. Um, we also, as a result of this event, and this is really where I feel we won, why we won the award, is because we take the funds that our sponsors give us for this event, and we utilize them to offer grant opportunities to all our 11 Sandy Springs Public Schools to have an after-school science, technology, engineering, or math club, an after-school STEM club. And because of this, this is where the rubber meets the road. It's wonderful. The show is great. We love the show next Thursday night. We all have a great time doing it. Which, by the way, it's 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 February twenty sixth. Uh, next uh, Thursday. Correct. And how would someone learn more about this? Would they go to the Sandy Springs Education Force website? Yes, they can learn more about it, and that's www.sandyspringseducationforce.org. Um, uh, and it, as I said, it's at 530 at North Springs Charter High School. And it's open to the public? And it is open to the public. And there's and no, no charge. charge to okay. come. There's no charge to come. Yeah, if I, I would encourage uh, uh, parents, students, uh and uh, the business world uh, to to come to this program, uh, it's quite fascinating. So we so the partnership is that Georgia Tech Research Institute is bringing in all the research ends for the communication technology pieces, the things that are going on now, the futuristic the research, and then um, SSCF has brought in um, AT and T, Comcast, Microsoft to bring in their perspective. Actually, we'll even have a presentation from Fulton County Schools on personalized learning. This is a new way that, that you know, how do you deliver? How do you deliver education in the future? And you'll see that. Um, so it's a myriad of, of very, very interesting exhibits. It, it's really for everyone. And, and we think that as far as um, parents bringing their students, um, I would say maybe fourth grade and up would probably really benefit from this program. Um, and so, as I said, the, to me, the most impactful part of this whole program is the fact that we turn around and take our sponsorship dollars and put them into the schools where we have these grant programs. Now, that evening, we will have the six grant programs that we funded last year. They will be there showcasing what they did. So you'll see some robotics programs. You'll see a program um, on the Science Olympiad, the Math Olympiad program. You'll see what the students are actually doing as a result, as a legacy 
to this event, and that's really the impact that we make. How did you determine that um, communications technology would be your theme this year? We pick a different theme every year. Um, it depends on what what we feel might be most interested. We talked to Georgia Tech Research Institute. Last year was energy. The year before was health. The year before was robotics, and we did space. And this year we, we just thought that it was timely to do communications technology and bring in some of our businesses that are in that area. And, and working with GTRI, they had a whole department in, in communications technology, so it seemed to work well. I, um, I want to... Uh, suggest that the young lady who uh, uh, went through the uh, coding uh, camp mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sees a career uh, in uh, programming in her future uh, uh, should uh, hear the uh, or read the Barbie uh, uh, book on um, yes. computer technology. Yes, I, 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 uh, I can see how uh, uh, you know, it all fits together. You know, we're talking about a lot of different influences on young people to help them see uh, more clearly uh, future paths in education that lead to meaningful careers. And in, in, in the, the context of this program, we are focusing on science, technology, engineering, and math. But it goes well beyond that. It, it, it Certainly, there are um, Georgia Tech graduates who were electrical engineering majors or information technology majors, uh, many of whom I know, that have careers in finance, mm-hmm. uh, who have a career in business uh, unrelated to their the, the discipline that they studied. Um, but it's the skill sets they developed, particularly in an environment like uh, Georgia Tech. But throughout the, the, the Georgia State uh, education system, uh, because everyone has the same foundation, I was uh, very pleased to learn that even folks at Georgia Perimeter College that may be now... Uh, um, uh, integrating with uh, Georgia State University had some of the same core requirements that could lead you uh, to Georgia Tech uh, as a transfer student. And in fact, I had mentioned to Irene off the air about a young woman from uh, Georgia Perimeter College who eventually went to Georgia Tech, who is at Boeing and in the astronaut program. Uh, I mean, uh, that's how the sum total of these influences uh, can add up to uh, helping young people see more clearly uh, a better better future uh, as as a a professional or or having a career even in one of the trades areas. Um, I want to mention that uh, uh, the Sandy Springs Education Force works with kids in careers, of course, related to engineering, computer science, law, management, graphics, architecture, art, physics, biology, math, psychology, music, agriculture, transportation, finance, manufacturing, health sciences, and government. And the reason I bother to read that list is that's a broad area that uh, goes beyond science, technology, engineering, and math. And uh, if there are any parents who happen to be tuned in who think that their kids could benefit uh, from working uh, with the STEM program, Go to the website. Um, Mindy, the the Georgia Tech Research Institute has some key partners. Tell us about some of, uh, uh, I I guess it's industry uh, uh, leaders that uh, also see the value of of education and of uh, some of the programs that you're working on. Uh, Tell us about some of your partners. 
Uh, Some of our key partners are the Georgia Department of Education. We certainly take our guidance from them as a partner to help them implement rigor and relevance across uh, content pre-K through 12th grade. Uh, We work very, very closely with their director of STEM, Dr. Lyon, um, the uh, academic, the curriculum department uh, and assessment, and the career um, career and college-ready profile index um, developers and implementers. Our partners, um, we have a lot of partners with the Department of Defense, um, with energy, um, with agribusiness. We have partnerships with um, the Arthritis Foundation, AARP, um, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Wherever education fits in, um, and that could be education of children, or as we talked about earlier in the show, it could also be education of um, adults, continuing education, that lifelong, always learning something new, because at Georgia Tech, where we're research institute, where we're constantly being given a new opportunity to solve or to uh, rectify with a, with a sponsor, uh, that continuing education is critical to us. We do a tremendous amount of partnership with GEMA, uh, first-line responders, um, that can easily translate into the K-12 arena uh, because of school resource officers and health and wellness of students. We're going to take a break here. If there's anyone else that comes to mind during that break, Mindy, please share that with us. Um, but we're we're going to get into it a little bit further with Mindy DeSalvo of Georgia Tech's Research Institute and with Irene Schweiger, the Executive Director of the Sandy Springs Education Force. We're going to find out more about how the two of you got involved in education, what your origins are, but also we'll talk about the solutions orientation of uh, the Georgia Tech Research Institute right after this break. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? For information, please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Today's consumers find themselves faced with a greater variety of choices than ever before, both in the food they eat and the information they receive about that food. Feedstuff's Food Link was created to provide you with a balanced source of information for making decisions about your family's balanced diet. Visit FeedstuffsFoodLink.com to learn about your food directly from the source, the people who work every day to provide it. FeedstuffsFoodLink.com, connecting farm to fork. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Mindy DeSalvo of the Georgia Tech Research Institute 
and with Irene Schweiger, the executive director of the Sandy Springs Education Force, and we've been talking about programs that help um, a, a broad range of students, in many cases students who are at risk, um, who are supported in a way that they can actually cultivate the kinds of skill sets that carry them through school, uh, through advanced education, uh, and into careers, and how the Georgia Tech Research Institute uh, supports that same goal. And, and in fact, Minnie, that brings me to asking you why it is that the Georgia Tech Research, Research Institute would want to be supportive of uh, programs like the Georgia, uh, like uh, Sandy Springs Education Force. Uh, Ron, we love that question because uh, people oftentimes say, "Why Georgia Tech Research Institute? Um, there's no College of Education there. We don't need a College of Education to give back to students and to start to help prepare our next freshman class or any freshman class um, for post-secondary education." What attracted us to the Sandy Springs Education Forest opportunity is that it's not a single evening event. It's an event that um, the Sandy Springs Education Force believes sets the tone for, garners the community resources for giving back to those 11 schools and those 11,000 children year-long. Um, it impacts children during the school day, um, and it impacts children during summer programs and after-school programs. We knew many, many kids across America are in after-school programs that are um, don't have meaningful, relevant content, and they could be babysitting programs. We don't see that in Sandy Springs. Um, uh, through this program, we see very, very engaging, STEM-focused opportunities for children to get in and do some things that they may or may not be able to do during the school day, or more importantly, that re-emphasizes and teaches a different way through an engaging hands-on way in an after-school program, what they've learned during the school day. So because of its much broader reach, which is why we believe that Sandy Springs Education Force was the um, the winner of the Tag Ed uh, STEM Award this year was because it was an absolute year-long, far-reaching, whole community um, impact opportunity. I might ask you, uh, Wendy, whether you feel optimistic about uh, the future uh, of uh, education in general uh, as it relates to science technology, engineering, and math and beyond, because you see other programs. Do you have a good feeling? Are there other programs that you think are are heads-up, leading-edge kinds of programs? We do th- see that. Um, as a as a higher ed partner, we look. Uh, it's it's to our it's our responsibility to not try to invent a wheel at Georgia Tech Research Institute if a wheel's already been invented. To that end, we collaborate across the nation with other school systems and partners who are doing um, what we feel is meaningful, relevant outreach um, and education. Uh, we never want to come into a classroom or into a school or attend an event where we're not connected to what the teacher, what the teaching and learning process is. Very simply said, if if teachers are teaching. Um, um, about uh, calendars to second graders. We don't want to come in and talk about the rotation of um, the moon. We want to connect with the classroom teacher and make it meaningful. There are some really great programs across the country that um, 
involve professional development for teachers. We started the program by talking about we can't impact students if we're not supporting teachers. Um, and we like to look at those professional development. We partner on campus with our own Center for the um, Education Integrating Science, Mathematics, and Computing. It's called Seismic. Um, we uh, work with Georgia Southern, who has a project called Real STEM, where they're um, doing what's called place-based learning, um, where they make uh, uh, they take students and teachers and make curriculum relevant to kids because it's something that's happening in their own community. So problem solving. Um, we have a wonderful project with uh, Ware, uh, Ware County High School where very, very far, couldn't be further from the Georgia Tech campus, um, we are working with those students and teachers day, uh, weekly um, through video conferencing and mobile communications to teach classes along with their teachers. And then uh, Ridgeland High School in Walker County is a, is just a project we love uh, because we're doing the same thing there, and we're working with a group of high school students who've started an, a real industry, um, hydroponics, where they're um, raising fish and using that nutrient water, fish water, to um, grow lettuce and selling that and reintroducing uh, in- that into the program to sustain it. Um, universities school systems, other business partners. Um, we work together on this. Um, what a great program at uh, Ridgewood. Uh, you know, uh, <coughs> food technology is never going to go to style. I mean, that's, 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 that's a great orientation. Um, Irene, what kind of exhibits can uh, attendees expect to see at this um, annual um, exhibition? Uh, well, as, as I had said, uh, Georgia Tech is bringing in some of their research um, that they have in communications technology. We have um, AT&T that's talking about uh, the mobile workforce and how you can, how uh, information technology is, is moving that forward. Uh, Comcast will be there talking about the future of cable. Microsoft will be bringing in some of their new technologies. Um, as I said, Fulton County Schools will be talking about the future of education with a personalized education. Um, interestingly enough, we have a group that's um, going to bring in amateur ham radio and how technology has impacted that. I think that'll be very cool. Um, so a myriad of, of, of different exhibits, and I think Mindy could probably talk more about the, the Georgia Tech ones. Well, you know, we, we, we in the promo for the program, we also mentioned that it was a real-world orientation to... Um, the kinds of things that you're doing to uh, support the nation's push to uh, promote uh, science and technology, engineering, and math programs. And um, this very program uh, with those exhibitions from companies who actually have uh, those kinds of uh, uh, programs and, and jobs, even though it's not a job fair, it helps uh, students to see these these actual jobs. And you know, Georgia Tech has, has had a reputation uh, for uh, decades uh, of being an applied technology uh, institution. Uh, the the research institute would be an, an extension of that, uh, an evolution of that, and 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 just um, a real problem solving for industry. But it would seem to me that these programs that we're talking about um, is a problem to be solved, uh, and that it is. A, a part of the solution for education, that, that what you're a part of is helping 
to identify talent, to cultivate that talent, to help um, young students see real-world careers uh, across the board, but in the context of this program with a focus on science, technology, engineering, and math. And uh, Mindy, how did you get involved in education? Oh, my. (laughs) Well, this is my 43rd year. Uh, I started teaching high school when I was uh, 18. And um, that was an experience. I probably should have started teaching pre-K when I was 18 because it was not good to be an 18-year-old high school teacher. I got asked to the prom. Um, I was accused of stealing the, te- my, the a teacher's manual by my own department head. She apparently didn't recognize me as a, one of her faculty. Um, so I was 39 years K-12. I was a uh, classroom teacher, a librarian, a, a district curriculum coordinator, and a principal. And then I ended up my career as the director of special projects um, for the DeKalb County School System where I learned about grant writing and how to really pull partners together to solve a problem, um, to address an issue in a, in a school community. Uh, when I was ready to retire, I had had so much experience with the Georgia Tech Research Institute because, I said, as I said earlier, without a college of education, I oftentimes went to GTRI for a grant because I saw them as the experts in what we needed to do. Summer programs, professional development, getting kids involved with real research. And so Georgia Tech Research Institute asked me to come on to help them develop and implement what we call a meaningful STEM strategy. Well, it sounds like you're perfectly suited to be helping them uh, in the context of working with a lot of different school systems. And we're going to save a description of Irene's background for the next time she's on the program because we'll have to have Irene uh, come back and talk more about uh, the Sandy Springs Education Force. I want to thank you both for taking the time to be in the Business Hour. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've been listening to Mindy DeSalvo of the Georgia Tech Research Institute and Irene Schweiger, the Executive Director of the Sandy Springs Education Force. We're here at America's Web Radio. This is the Business Hour. We're on from 10 to 11 a.m. on Fridays. We'll see you on the radio next week. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.